I will be very blunt. The reason why a lot of coaches, consultants, and experts are having a hard time running their own business is because of the fact that running a business is not taught in certification programs. I have seen a lot of my brilliant coach students having a hard time running a profitable practice because they really don't know what to do. They find themselves not having enough sales or running after clients and worse, they don't know where to get their next client. What if I tell you that there is a solution to your problem that doesn't really require a big team or hiring an expensive guru who doesn't know how to grow other businesses except their own business or being in social media every day? Alright, so if you are ready for this episode, get your favorite drink, stay with me for the next 15 minutes and let us dive in. Welcome to the 70th episode of the Legally Fluent Podcast, a series that equips you with the legal and the business knowledge that you need to attract clients worldwide and to create a business that allows you freedom, flexibility, and the fulfillment that you so desire. I'm here to break down intimidating legal and entrepreneurial concepts into simple, actionable steps that you can implement today. From behind-the-scenes secrets of successful online businesses to tried-and-true legal strategies, I've got you covered. And it doesn't matter if you're just starting out or a seasoned entrepreneur. If you want to discover what works and what not, you are in the right place. I am your mentor and host, Venaverga Danemar, an online pinor legal strategist, co-CEO of the Danemar household, a lawyer and like you, an online business owner. You may have been posting in social media consistently or even joining Facebook groups. Probably you even started DMing people. But all you're getting out is this gut-wrenching feeling that maybe you are not good enough or this icky feeling that you are too salesy. Now, there is a solution. But before I share it with you, I will tell you first how I discovered it. You know that I started my business after quitting a very stable job as a business lawyer, a job that I knew like the back of my hand. My goal was to focus my time taking care of my young family. So I told myself, I am a business lawyer. I know my legalities. Surely, I know how to run a business. And I can have more free time that way. But I was so wrong. I found myself googling things like what is a lead magnet, how to grow an Instagram account. And on top of that, I was dealing with my own business legalities in a non-English speaking country. In my mind, I need to know everything and do everything so that I can be successful in business. I didn't have the money for ads, so I thought the alternative was to be everywhere so that people can see me. And I found myself constantly churning content without any real traction. I spent three straight months doing content every day because an Instagram coach said you need to be consistent. You need to make offers, you need to sell, you need to DM people. All you need is visibility. Is this familiar? I mean, I am doing everything by the book, but all I am getting are trickles. I will be able to close one client now and I don't know where to get the next one. I also spent so much time in shiny objects. If you remember in the last episode, I talked about the shiny object syndrome. I'm not immune from it. 
what are these shiny objects that I spend my money on? Like a CRM with so many features I can hardly understand in different apps. And worst of all, I was working more than I did when I was in the law firm. And I told myself, this is not how I pictured how my business should feel like. So I went cold turkey. I stopped my social media factory. I knew that I am a good student, so I went back to the drawing board and studied seasoned business owners and how they operated their business. I found one thing that is common to all of them. They are not offering and selling all the time. They have a system. They are not pitching their offer day in and day out. Now, I'm not saying that you cannot make a sale by just pitching your offer. You can. But this offer, offer, offer strategy is not sustainable. It leaves you clueless about where to get your next sale. You are so busy trying to stay afloat, you cannot even scale. And more importantly, because you are pitching your offers to people who don't know you or don't trust you yet, you're actually losing so much more prospects that way. So what are these seasoned entrepreneurs doing? They all believe that before you sell, you need to establish the know, like, and trust factor. Now, I know that you may have heard this line before, and probably you try to implement those in your business, but unsuccessfully. I did that too, because my Instagram coach didn't even really explain what the know, like, and trust factor is all about. What I discovered is that there is a way of applying this no like and trust principle successfully through a system that I call the Legally Fluent FACES system. Now, FACES stand for foundation, A, attraction, C, conversion, E, for email nurturing, and then S, for selling and scaling. I implement this system in my business and I actually teach them to some of my students as well. Most big entrepreneurs will teach you only a part of the system, either the attraction conversion or the email nurturing or the attraction conversion, then selling phases. I found that doing just parts of the whole system is actually not sustainable because one, without a strong foundation, this business that you are building will fall apart and without an email nurturing system, you will find yourself again looking for clients. So I tweak what others are doing and took into account the realities of a one-woman-owned business. I made sure that first, you will have the F, your foundation, your business legal foundation, and your three M's. Now, if you don't know what the three M's are, go back to the previous episode where I discussed the three M's, which is your market, your media, and your message. All right, once you have the legal foundations in place, you can go to attraction. This is where you utilize the algorithm-based and evergreen content to bring fresh eyes into your business. This is where you establish the like factor. They must know you to start following you. Now, influencers actually stop here because for them, all they need is a huge following so that brands will get to them. They don't care about the next step, which is conversion. Unfortunately, it's not enough for you to just have a following. Even if you have thousands of following in your Instagram account, if you don't know how to convert them into becoming your leads, they are useless. So you need to establish the like factor so that your followers will stick around and also convert into becoming a lead. 
That means you're able to take them out of social media into a business asset of yours that you can actually control, like your email or your SMS list. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying don't be in social media. You should be because it is one source of your leads. But it's not your most important business asset. It gives you visibility, but only for a very temporary one. You should not be spending a majority of your time in social media unless, of course, your goal is to become a popular influencer. But if your goal is to build and scale your business, your business, your brand, then social media is just a tiny part of the equation. And you should not be putting all your eggs in one basket because you do not have 100% control over this basket. Building your business in social media is actually like building an expensive house in a rented land. You need to remember this anytime you can be evicted from that land. So I'll give you a concrete example. Sometime in November of 2022, which is, gosh, it's almost a year ago, IG had a major outage where millions of people suddenly were not able to log in. Unfortunately, social media outages are becoming more and more common. Anyway, I receive a lot of messages asking where they can report a hack account because apparently some of my clients thought that they were not able to log in because their account disappeared or were hacked. I was worried for one particular client because I knew she was planning to launch a retreat around this time. So I called her up and asked if she was affected and she said that she never planned to launch in social media anyway. She launched to her email list that day and in fact got 10 signups for her premium retreat offer. Pretty cool, isn't it? Imagine if she was depending on her IG account to announce her retreat. I bet she would have been frantic and cursing at Mark Zuckerberg. She would have spent tons of hours and even days agonizing, not knowing when she can log into her account and if her followers are still there if she does log in. Now, what if I tell you that that November 2022 outage was not the first major outage and definitely it will not be the last? This year, there were lots of time that Facebook and Instagram had their outages. So the solution then is to convert your followers into leads and bring them to assets that you actually own. Once you have the leads, you need to nurture them, which is the next step to our system. Even if you have million leads in your list, if they are cold, they are useless to you. So that means you should not be buying email lists or email addresses or contact numbers. Now, I attended a webinar of a well-known entrepreneur last I don't know, last month, and while everything he said resonated with my beliefs, he suggested that one way to get leads is to just buy an email list and just scrape it. Well, that is one way to get your domain blocked. Do not do it. And not to mention the penalties. There are anti-spam laws in different countries. Now, this entrepreneur can do it because, well, first, he is based in the United States where privacy laws are still not at par as the GDPR, for example. And two, he has the money to change and buy domains in case one gets blocked. Unfortunately for you, my friend, you don't have that luxury. Anyway, the point of this email nurturing phase is this. It is not enough that you collect leads and then forget about them they will forget about you too. So it is important that as part of your strategy, you should nurture your leads. 
This is how they will stay warm. So when you pitch your offer, they are ready to buy. Which leads us to the next step in our system, the sale. If you did the previous steps, the sale would not be so difficult and you should not feel so salesy at all. Now, here are some questions. Can you interchange the faces and accomplish one before the other? Well, technically you can, but it's often the source of major issues if you try to skip one face. For example, you try selling your services without proper contracts, which forms part of your foundations. Technically, you can do it, but you will always feel unprofessional and there will always be a nagging feeling that you are attracting the legal drama. Or you can't go all-in advertising or attracting more prospects because you know you lack the proper policies. And so you rather stay small. Now, business legalities aside, you try to sell without accomplishing the conversion and email nurturing phases. Technically, you can do it. But as I've said a while ago, you will usually have a hard time because the truth is people don't buy from people they don't like or trust. So if you are a one-woman business, mastering these phases will give you a straightforward and easier path to closing that sale. It will help you attract leads and sales anywhere in the world. It is to your advantage to really dive in and learn the system instead of just using an attract and sell method, which will not help you grow at all. Unless, of course, you have a huge team of salespeople, which you don't have. So there you go, my friends, the Legally Fluent Faces system, which is really the only system that you need if you're running your own one-woman service-based business. So as you can see, one part of the system is the F, your foundations. As I've mentioned a while ago, your foundations is composed of your three M's, your market, media, and medium, and your business legalities. Now, in the next episode, we will tackle the question on which business legalities do you need to focus on and how you can save your money and your time while trying to create a strong foundation for your business. When you are ready, click on episode 71 of the series. If you found this episode valuable, be sure to follow Legally Fluent Podcast in our social media account, Legally Shikan, for more actionable insights. Join me in episode 71 for another dose of legal and entrepreneurial wisdom. Until then, my preppy friends, take care, stay focused, and stay legally fluent.